Stop it. Stop what? You're talking about me and Morse code. But you know what? Joke's on you, because I know Morse code. That is a disgusting ass. And it's unfortunate that we had that on our air live. That is disgusting. Hey, it's Tony Maz of 98.5 The Sports Hub, and you are listening to the Morse Code Podcast. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, Morse Code Podcast, episode 137. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, bu- 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 super producer Brian, back in the oh. building, decided to show up today. Yeah. Just finally wrapped up his long ongoing, his latest uh, ongoing negotiation for his contract. Not sure where we landed, um, but you're here, so I'm sure Soapy must have gotten something done on the back end. I said a three-day contract. Okay, we should be able to wrap it up by then. That's <laughs> That'll work. Brian signed a one-day contract to come back and retire as a more uh, As always, we're brought to you by our good friends over at Cold River Vodka, at Cold River Vodka on Twitter and Instagram. Check them out. Brian, have you ever had a, a Cold River Vodka or gin beverage in your yeah. life? Very yeah. good. Very, very good. Our, per our recommendation, I would assume? Yes, of course. Did you use the, the product code at checkout for 200% off? <laughs> shockingly no it didn't work oh, it, it, my my new hampshire liquor store did not work at for that uh, product code. Mm, i don't know why i think i think it's only outside the u.s that offer is valid i haven't i haven't read the contract in some time i did not go to canada to, to try that out at all in slide, it, it, yeah it's also unvaccinated customers only so <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah, i definitely me. yeah this Maybe we'll get into that later. Not not that specifically. Please not. Please not. <laughs> let's um let's do a little different today. Let's start here. Baseball playoffs. Yeah. Professional baseball playoffs. Major uh, leagues, I might call it. I certainly would. <laughs> uh, per our daily text from Brian, we we don't talk enough baseball for his liking. He's already fined a formal complaint <laughs> with Bobby Manfred himself. So here we are. Actually, that was the last thing in your negotiation. We have to talk six hours of baseball a day. <laughs> six straight hours, nonstop. Yeah. No bathroom breaks. Eight, just... eight in the off season. Whether it's non-stop. recorded or not. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> it's like it's like those random like drug tests. Like he's randomly just gonna tap into our phone and make sure we're talking about baseball. Yeah. All times. Like talking to your mom on the phone and she's like, Dan, I don't really care about the Red Sox right now. (laughs) I really don't care about, you know, Alex Verdugo's numbers against left-handed hitters in the National League. Mom, he's watching me. I (laughs) my my won't my phones are tapped. Trust me. Um but no, I mean at the time of recording, it's Thursday evening. Astros game is I think we can call it over. Yeah. Six, eight, nothing, six, nothing in the eighth. Uh, but but the wild, I thought the wild card games were great. Uh, obviously, like where you're not a whole, you're not a Red Sox fan. Are you still, are you, do you consider yourself still a Braves fan? Yeah, of course. Okay. Diehard Braves fan. Apologize for asking for our listeners who <laughs> didn't know that for some odd reason. Um, Sox game was good. 
Uh, Dodgers game was good. I didn't watch it as close as the Red Sox game because we're obviously Red Sox fans. I'll preface this. I really, as I texted earlier, I know as far as baseball goes, it's pretty much Red Sox and people on my fantasy team, uh, including a couple overlappers. Maybe we can get into later. Yeah. But uh, before we get into any any storylines, I know we all put our brackets together. We can get that on the record. Uh, what do you think, Brian, as the baseball guy? Is this Should this be a good uh, playoffs this year? I think excited? so. Last year was probably one of my favorite postseasons in, in years. I thought it was very exciting. All the matchups were really, really good. Uh, really came down to the wire on all of them. This year, I actually think it's going to be better outside of the Houston and White Sox series. I think that one's going to just be a massacre. But every other one, I see it going the distance. Every game. Every yeah, series. I, I really think so. I, I really think so because it, this year you have a lot of teams that just did way better than they have in the past and just kind of were in better sync. Like the Giants, you can never rule them out in the postseason when it's an odd year because every time they've won the World Series, it's an odd year. I'd rule them out now. The Giants? Yeah. Uh, why? Um, because, oh, wait, is it, do they win during odd years or even years? They win during odd years. Never mind. That's what I meant. I, I ruled them in because it is an odd year. What I meant to say, I'd actually like to retract my statement. And That's say, what I was saying. Didn't you have them further on your bracket? I meant yeah. the exact opposite of what I said. I, I misunderstood what you said. Uh, in that case, I'm the opposite. I'm all in. I'm I'll take in. them to win two this year. Put me Double down for two. Series. Yeah. Put me down for two. Well, Giants were the best, best record in baseball, right? Yeah. So let's start here. Quick question. Is winning baseball games a good thing? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, I'm glad they're a little overrated. I think Dodgers, were they not like the second best record? They were the second best. Yeah, they were the second best. That's a rough wild card matchup to be in. That's insane, dude. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm pretty sure, I remember looking at the wild card standings, it was like Dodgers plus like 17 and a half. <laughs> like it's insane. Else. It was insane. That is how pretty far fucked up. Yeah. I mean, to put it in perspective, I think they won around 15 more games than the Braves and the Braves won their division. <laughs> like it that's wasn't even close. It's <laughs> an interesting stat. It'd be better. I think it'd be an interesting storyline if the Dodgers did lose last night. Cause then that would be a valid question. Is winning baseball games a good thing? Maybe not. <laughs> it's it might worth be looking at. I mean, for a long stretch of that game, it was it was looking like they were going to lose it. I mean, until yeah. that that Turner home run, I was watching them and I was just like, they're just choking. They're just not doing well. There's no one hitting on this team right now. Yeah. Did you? I really see, wanted them um, to. Yeah. Joke. Yeah. 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 Did yeah, you see big. Juan Soto in the crowd? Yeah. Turner Nationalist jersey. Mm-hmm. That I love that. I sick. loved that. That's such good support of your, your teammate that got traded. That was pretty cool. Line. Yeah. Dude, I looked up um Juan Soto's age the other day and I was shockingly surprised. I think he's like 22 or 23. I was gonna say 23. Yeah. 22. Yeah, he's young. He's Holy really young. Shit. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Is he younger than like that other group of guy? Like like Tatis and like Acuna and all those guys were kind of clumped together. Uh, Tatis, Tatis is in that. No, they're, they're all the same age group. I think Acuna might be the oldest one out of that group. Yeah, I think, I think he's so like 24, oh, maybe. Yeah. He, he was sitting with old ass Scott Boris, I'm pretty sure. I assume is his agent. The agent? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. He's 
I don't know when he's up for contract, but he might get a billion dollars. <laughs> Do you remember that one off season where everyone from like, got a billion dollars? Got like three hundred million dollar contracts. Yeah, dude. He, he wrote I, he wrote like three billion dollars worth of contracts in like forty eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> Acuna is twenty three. Yeah, that's insane. It's good work if you can get it. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever worked in baseball uh, agency, Brian? No. No, no I wish. I would fail. I might apply. I don't know if they're hiring. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, even Vlad's know where 22. you would apply. Do you think Scott Boris is Scott Boris at gmail.com? Cause I could try and just email them and see if they have any openings. Shoot them the link to this, uh, this zoom meeting. <laughs> if they jump on here, I'm going to like kill your family or something. See if jumps on. <laughs> just super aggressive. <laughs> we need to figure out the rest later. Um, the giants are the best team in baseball. I don't know anyone on the giants. Brandon Crawford, is he on the Giants? Yeah. Is that a real name? Who's like the best player on the Giants? Oh, I know Chris Bryant too, but he got traded at the deadline. Yeah. I mean, I, I would still probably go with someone like Buster Posey. Um, he's good still? Yeah. He's still very good. He's still one of the top catchers in baseball. But he also does a lot that doesn't show up in stats as far as like leadership and, and all Christ. that pitch frame. Here we go. Yeah. Lady just, stats. <laughs> dude, oh, you want to talk about stupid stats? This I one don't, would but actually. Go ahead. <laughs> So, Salvador Perez, okay, catcher for the Royals. Royals? Yep. Yeah. On my fantasy team. Fantastic year, correct? Really good. Yep. No, number one catcher in baseball? Yes. If you look at analytical stats, nerds out there are saying that he, he is the worst catcher in baseball. <laughs> he put up, what, 48 home runs and 100 and something RBIs, and they're like, he's the worst catcher in baseball. They're saying he has money. Like, what, what stats show you that? The fact that his so, team stinks? <laughs> Well, no. So there's a stat. I forget exactly what it's called, but it's essentially Wins? frame rate. No, frame rate <laughs> of pitches. So someone, some uh, nerd somewhere is watching games. Yeah. And if a catcher catches a ball at a certain part of the strike zone and the, the umpire doesn't call a strike, they're mm-hmm. blaming the catcher for doing a bad job framing. And apparently Salvador Perez is the worst at framing in Major League Baseball. I got you. So it's all de- it's all based on his defense. But, but the funniest thing is, is he's the top at throwing out runners. He has ah. a super high feeling percentage and ah. he has one error on the season and he caught more games than anybody else. But it's oh. all based on this weird framing stat that someone made up that they're claiming makes him the worst catcher of baseball. That's bad. I would take yeah. it. Yeah, got to play winning <laughs> baseball. Because <laughs> 48 home runs isn't winning baseball. That guy baseball. might be out of the league. Yeah, he I have a harder take. Next year. I have a harder take than those nerds. Uh, from Tony Maserati, he said that Hunter Renfro is one of the most overrated players either in the league or on the Red Sox. And Hunter Renfro is currently being paid like three million this year and yeah. hit like 31 homers. I was going to say yeah, every time I turn on the TV, RBI. I was going to say he's driving in a run every time I turn on the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so many clutch hits throughout this year. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. he's not a superstar, but who's sitting there claiming he's a superstar? He's a good. He's player. a good three million dollar player. <laughs> Like 31 home price, runs, is he bats like good. seventh in the lineup. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. good. Who's gonna complain? Three mil, 31 home runs out of the seventh spot. Who's gonna complain yeah. about that? Tony Maserati. Tony Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, base, baseball is weird. Like, I mean, I, I, I know we talk about it a lot, but I know more about it. Like in in basketball, like those stat nerds drive me nuts. Baseball, I can't even fathom. Like oh, it's, it's probably it's ten times ten times worse. Yeah, it's. So much worse. It yeah. used to just be counting stats, which was nice because it was like mm. if you would look at someone's home runs or their strikeouts on the season, things like that. 
Now mm. they like take multiple stats and combine them to make a whole new stat. That doesn't make sense. Like there's like slugging percentage or zombies percentage. And then they sure. combine those into this new stat category that people are supposed to give a shit about. It's just like, what are we doing? Just watch the game and see the guy fucking knock it 500 feet. Like just oh, yeah. watch the game on base plus COVID. <laughs> right. it's like the baseball equivalent of vorp like when it got popular over the last like five or six years God. dude i don't even so like qbr that... i still don't know how qbr or like quarterback ratings work yeah like there were games when like jay cutler would look like dog shit and they'd be like oh he had 111 qbr this is this is a good thing like okay. yeah i saw him throw six picks and they lost 48 to 10 but you're right. i never understood qbr but i always used no. to love playing madden and having my quarterback on the season have a perfect qbr because yeah, sure. He'd have like 70 touchdowns and throw for like 400 yards a game. No idea why That's it would bad. stop at like 158, but like, yeah, that was that the number. Chaser. I was like, great. <laughs> right. Bad for team chemistry. No, yeah, I hate true. when, uh, anytime someone, someone hits a home run, the only like stat that I care to see is the distance. Cause I think it's kind of cool, oh, but same. now they show the exit velocity, the launch angle. And it's like, are you I, telling I these guys that. to try to like hit at a 46 degree angle when they take every swing? Like what the fuck yes. you, what are you trying think, to accomplish I, from that? I don't think so, hitters think like that, though. Managers, yes, might, but there's no the, way hitters do. Really? So there's a whole aspect of hitting now where everyone has changed their swing, or most hitters have changed their swing to yeah. focus on the angle and the launch angle with the exit velo and all that stuff. But that's also why hitters are striking out at a much higher right. rate because yeah, by sense. hitting at that angle, you have more holes in your swing going through the strike right. zone. So, like, if you look at it when we were growing up. If you weren't a 300 hitter, you just weren't a good hitter. You were okay, but you you weren't good. If you looked it up right now, I would say there's probably less than 10 to 15 baseball players that qualify that have over a 300 average. Hmm. When we would have like Tony Gwynn that was sitting like 370 for most of the season. Yeah, that's bad. So I mean, the Red Sox have on three guys who should have been in the 300s, and they weren't. They weren't terrible, but like between Devers. Bogarts and JD, like yeah. none of those guys were, they were, I think in like the two eighties, which not great yeah. for them. I, yeah. I kind of get it though. Like to, I don't know if this is, this was Leahy's point or just like in general, I, I do kind of get it. Like what, what, what would you rather have someone who's batting three thirty three, which is good. So say he, you know, he gets on, on base is probably going to be slightly higher than that because of other factors but doesn't like score or drive and runs or someone who bats like 250, but drives in like 150 RBI. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and, and if that's... you're a leadoff hitter who just is really good at getting on base, that's great. But if you have no one to drive you in, who, like that's, that seems to me like a nerd stat. Like if there's yeah. just a sick hitter on like a last place team, it's like, great, like get on base all day, but you're going to get stranded there. Yeah. There's also another stupid analytical baseball stat that I don't remember what it's called that mm-hmm. literally tells you what a hitter should be hitting for a batting mm-hmm. average based on how they're hitting, regardless of what's happening in the field. And it's the dumbest shit because it puts yeah. people like that are batting like 220 and says like, oh, but if it wasn't for these random circumstances and bad luck, they'd be batting like 285. And it's like, well, they're batting 220, so I don't, I yeah, don't exactly. know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, it's neat that they should be, but they're not. Go ahead, so. How long has Aaron Judge been hitting uh, second? I think that was just this year. Isn't that weird to I've you? I've seen him in the twos. Well, who's he around? Who I don't know. What's the Yankees lineup? Well, it's him second and then Stanton third. And, like, I mean, this is how out of touch with baseball I am, I guess. 
usually you have your best power hitters three, four. So because everyone has that, especially in the Yankees lineup, it's basically home run or nothing on that right. entire yeah, roster. For sure. So there's no longer the middle infielders that are going to bat like 320, steal like 30 or 40 bases and try and draw walks just to get on base to get in front of those guys because everyone's swinging for the fences. Right. Alfonso so, Soriano retired. I was just going to yeah. say, not everyone's Alfonso Soriano. Exactly. So, so you run into now, there's no such thing as having strategy in your lineup for, okay, these two are going to get on or have a good chance of getting on. This guy has solid contact and decent power. And then four was usually the guy that like batted like 250 and crushed like 40 home runs. That's and why I'm surprised Stanton's not there. So who yeah. bats fourth? Like Gallo? Yeah. Probably Gallo. I wouldn't be surprised. Even though Gallo batted like 190 on the he season. I yeah. 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 But again, that's their entire lineup. Outside right. of DJ LeMahieu, their entire lineup is home yeah. runner bust. So how do you set a lineup outside of that? You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. So I guess um, if, if you have like, if you don't have too many guys that hit for like a good average, you might as well actually just put them one and two and get them the most at bats. More at bats. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably what they were thinking with judges. Hey, if we put them at two, He'll get an extra forty at bats a season and and pad his numbers. So yeah. that's a good call. He hit forty home runs from the two spot, which is interesting. Yeah. Where does Otani hit? Four. I believe he's four. Three or four. What do the stat nerds think about him? Well, they love him. Okay. But based on his metrics and his swing and the exit velo and stuff, he's doing everything that they would love. So. Yes. Quite good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, okay. not only is he making the sales, but. He's managing his funnel properly, or, or else yeah, he's the whole. He's the real deal, or else yeah, his yeah. manager would hate him. Yeah. Is he going to win MVP? He should, and I know he wouldn't end up being the best hitter in baseball based on how Salvi and Vladdy kind of tore it up at the tail end of the season. Yeah, but he was also a very good pitcher as well. So that's the and thing. We, I was just we haven't seen like, like, like not only that like it's cool enough to pitch and hit, but he does both elite. Like yeah. that's crazy. Especially hit. I, I mean, think of all the times where, like, you would get excited for, like, I don't know. I, I know Lester oh. randomly hit a home run in the National League one time. Bartolo Colon hit a home run. When you yeah, would see a pitcher there. hit a home run in the National League, it was it was exciting because it was so rare. And yeah. then Otani comes. He's like, oh, by the way, I also DH sometimes. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> so you think yeah, he's like, a better hitting pitcher than Mike Hampton is what you're saying? Yeah, he's like. I love my uh, dad. I remember like really how much of a thing it was back yeah. then for him. Oh, you yeah. couldn't pitch exactly. To him. Yeah. What's his face? Uh, more recently, guy. No. Um, oh, the fucking. I know he's in Arizona now because he's on my fantasy team. But the longtime giant. Oh, Bumgarner. Bumgarner yeah. could hit too. Yeah, he had a couple home runs. There's one game there. He had two home runs. Yeah, big, big, which sick. is insane for a pitcher in the National League. Yeah, the the as of today, the 2021 AL MVP odds are Shohei Otani minus five thousand. So that's probably <laughs> gonna happen. Vlad's just, next closest at plus twelve hundred. I just think there's too much of a story with that, and the I fact agree. that he did I, both sure. great, you, you you gotta give it to him. Yeah, but the Angels stink. Yeah, but I always hate when they go. You can't be an MVP on a I, bad I, team because I'm okay with that too, but. It's just there's too much in baseball that factors against you as a, sure. an individual player. Whereas like the NBA, Absolutely. if LeBron is on a team that's friggin' they've won 20 games in a season, mm. doesn't matter if LeBron's LeBron, he shouldn't be MVP. You have way too that. much of a factor on that. I agree. Harper's the favorite in the National League. That Harper, makes sense. Soto, Tatis, and then Goldschmidt. Harper's like negative value too. So those are pretty much pretty much guaranteed. Um yeah. 
I do enjoy seeing Vlad Guerrero Jr. be very good. That's pretty. That's a pretty cool story. Yeah, a big ass. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so he's got a big it, ass ass. The funniest thing is, so last summer, or was it two summers? It had to be two summers ago. I went to the Fisher Cats with my brother and his wife, and obviously me and my wife. And his wife was so obsessed with Flatty Jr.'s ass because it was gigantic in person. I was just like, it's like seeing an NBA player in person. It's just seeing Flatty Jr.'s ass in person is absurdly large. (laughs) It's the size of an average NBA player. (laughs) I was going to say, it looks like, yes, like uh, Earl Boykins attached to his ass. Look like Yabuselli's ass. Great <laughs> he was, yeah, he was pretty built guy. Um, I had one more random question. I forget what it is. Who do you think, we talk about this a lot in our show, like who do you think is like the coolest player? In, I think there's a lot of cool players in baseball right now, which is a good thing. So Vlad's I think up there. This Otani's is the turning point for baseball because they're starting to get away from all those unwritten rules and all those garbage things. You're, you're getting away from people that are just sitting there in silence because for the past, I mean, up until last year or two years ago, your two biggest players in the sport were Mookie Betts and Mike Trout, and neither one of them really said much to the media. And even if you go back further, you have people like Derek Jeter who didn't say really anything exciting to the media and was one of the major staples in the league. So I think the fact that they're more vocal players is exciting. I think the fact that they're trying to be electric and they're trying to showboat is good. Um, I, I, I really think that baseball's going on the right direction regardless of what Manfred's doing to the league as commissioner. I, I just think the players are better. They're more exciting and more entertaining. And I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I don't like this player, but Trevor Bauer is, regardless of his whole allegations and everything like that, before that, he was great for baseball too because he was always talking. He was always running yeah. his mouth and, and he was getting the sport out there. There's people that weren't watching baseball we're listening to the dumb things he was saying. Yeah, for sure. Good point. Joe Kelly's yeah. cool too. He had a cool oh, I love Joe Kelly. Guy. Joe Kelly's so fucking cool. <laughs> I love Joe Kelly. <laughs> he just doing the cry he doesn't face, look like a cool. Yeah, he I doesn't look him. very cool, but he's super cool. <laughs> he's super. He cool. might be he's the most uncool good. looking guy. He's definitely not super good. <laughs> <laughs> super <laughs> mediocre, but super good as yeah. far as enjoying him. Ah, oh, boy. Yeah, he's no. he's interesting. I'm gonna fuck with Joe Kelly. <laughs> no, he, dude, he just like gets off the mound and like looks for someone to fight. I love <laughs> it. Big fan. Um, so let's go into the playoffs. So we talked kind of about the wild card games. So Sox are in, Dodgers are in. Uh, we don't have to go too into each one. I mean, since I don't know anything or as much about baseball as you, I just assume the Red Sox are gonna win because that's the team I like. And, uh, <laughs> they won the other night. Tampa Bay. I, I I've I have heard a lot of people say this Tampa Bay series could be interesting. I think yeah. they're a team that's really good. Um, like, I, I think they're really good because they have a good record. Yeah. I've kind of like the Giants. I don't really know anyone on Tampa Bay. I know Glass. That's now. the problem. I mean, Tampa Bay is this weird new age analytical like that, team. Though. For the yeah. past like five years, they've been like that with like the opening starters and stuff, where it's like the, pitch, the person will pitch at oh, most two and a third or like three innings that's because the second time through the road. Yeah, that's BS. Most games, honestly. Exactly. There's, so, I, do I would have say, anyone who's do all of their like whoever leads their team and wins is just the guy who pitches the middle innings. Usually, yeah. That's mm. so because you, you like before Glassnow's injury, like you you know the name Glassnow because he's he's been a great pitcher for years at this point, mm-hmm. and I think maybe he had a, a handful of starts that went past six innings. 
And for usually your elite pitchers, you would have them pitching six innings every single night, every yeah. single night. I mean, look at Scherzer. So fucking strange. Scherzer, it's very rare for him to pitch less than six innings. In a oh, game. yeah. He was so, on my team. He's a, yeah. he was a dog this year, too. And I mean, that's why Blake Snow was pissed, too, last year, because he got pulled out oh, yeah. after like two, uh, that was bad. two thirds. That was in game seven, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if it was yeah, – I think it was seven. But I think it was I, in I the mean, clinching again, game, whatever it was. Like, it, he was on a roll. It was a pretty important game. They yeah. just yanked him out because they're just like, oh, well, analytics. Yeah, got so. Grady Littled. <laughs> Not great. Um, I, I think the interesting thing's going to be is what happens if it's the Giants in the race, which is what I had in my bracket mm. because Gabe Kapler is also a lot of that analytical style – managing not to the same extreme as tampa bay is but he does Wait, a Gabe lot of... the manager of the giants oh boy he's yeah. not playing outfield anymore he's i mean if you saw him he's still good he's still he yes. i believe that <laughs> yeah i remember he, he was big oh my god his forearms are the size of my thighs still he absolutely could still play huh prove it good for him. <laughs> uh okay that's, that's interesting <laughs> that'd be like a really I mean, I feel like the conversation we're getting into now is like the polar opposite of what we were just talking about as far as like what's good for baseball, <laughs> like these exciting players. Because who's left in the playoffs? That Acuna's hurt. Yeah, Dodgers Acuna's have out. some guys. Everyone I mean, the hates Brewers the Astros. The, the, the okay. Brewers still have Yelich, and he's exciting. But again, he's not one of those vocal he's not, players. He's so. not, I, only, I wouldn't consider him a household name to a casual <laughs> fan. I don't know. <laughs> Considering he won MVP and still isn't a household name because he doesn't say anything. He's right. not vocal at all. What I about, mean, like, as a non like as a non-Red Sox fan, where do you think guys like Xander and, like, Devers and stuff fill in, like, fit in on the national scene? Xander's so probably I, the biggest household name, would you say? Uh, I, I think if this was two years ago, I would say Xander. I wouldn't be surprised if more people know Devers than Xander at this point. Really? I mean, if you talk about big Devers. moments, Devers has had a lot of big moments. Uh, he's it's got true. more power. He's an all-star, too. Yeah, yeah. so I, I would myself say Devers. and I, I mean, it's close. I, I wouldn't knock anyone for picking Xander, but I really think Devers is the, the more household name between the two right now. That's got to be it. I mean – White Sox have Jose Abreu and what's his name? Tim. Oh, Tim Anderson's got to be up there on the cool player list. Yeah, he does. He's on is. that tier. But I Who's mean, the thing that sucks is they're, they're going to get completely Oh, yeah, they'll be done Houston. by the end of this recording. Yeah. And I, <laughs> they play one game and, come, throw in the and just forfeit the rest. It's like, yeah, you can have the other two. Oh, see you later. before I forget, that's what I meant to ask you. Um, best out of three in the first round. I enjoy that. I think yeah. I think the NBA should bring that back. Yeah, ASAP. Sure. Yeah. Oh, is that good? Because... It's still exciting. You still get the, sure. the oh, it's more exciting. Yeah, you have less games to actually pull something off. Plus, yep. when the playoffs are so intense and you're playing seven games every series, like think of basketball. How many times do we see? Like, look at the Heat when they were in the bubble. They were so exhausted by the time they got to the finals that they oh, yeah. just got worked entirely. Like Jimmy oh, Butler yeah. looked like he was dead. I feel so, like you would definitely get more upsets in a shorter series too. Oh yeah. Well, you get one of, to like both of your guys' points, I guess. You do a number of things. One, you allow the good teams to get past the bad teams easier. That's fair to them. Yeah. Um, Because best case scenario is a sweep. That's still an extra game that guys like LeBron, Giannis, whoever have to play. You never know. Um, And to your point, you know, as far as from an entertainment value, those four, five, six, three games, those can be much better series because it's going to be all that more intense. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I, I, when did they stop doing that? Like, 
2000, like mid 2000s or something. Very early so 2000s. NBA. Yeah. I mean, I assume it's all about money. It's more games yeah. and shit like that per everything. Yeah. But man, that's like, come on. Ugh, like, that's typical. not necessary. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that baseball, when they were talking about doing the wild card game, didn't make that a series. Because there was Good talks when they were adding that extra wild card game that they were going to make that an entire series instead of one game. But I think you just yeah. lose so much of the excitement if it's not a one and done game to start the playoffs for both the American League and the National League. Wait, That's if they really... were to make it a series, does that mean that the other like four teams essentially kind of get a bye? They have longer rest? Yeah, they, yeah, have, they have longer rest. rest yeah. You, yeah, you can you... wrap it up in a week. It's baseball. You can play every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do double. I mean, if you look at. <laughs> If you look, best of three triple just, header best of three in one game one day it sounds like my beer league softball team yeah, it's like, oh, best of three in one day good luck yeah. buddy. 9 33 and eight o'clock <laughs> but if you look at like sports in general every league it's it's clearly gone that it's it's always expanding as opposed to contracting like yeah. nba expanded the, by the one game baseball added a wild card football i, I don't even know nfl now used to have two buys now it's an extra team and only one team gets a buy i don't know if you knew that which mm-hmm. is kind of fucked up because I, I think in football having a buy is huge yeah um, just for and then rest. college football obviously like every other day people are bitching about expanding the college football playoff which i, I will I've say is wild that. like I, I know i don't think any of the uh, any of us are huge college football guys but before the playoff it, like you would play an entire season simply to get to one and two to play for a national championship. Yeah. That is kind of crazy. As like, opposed to being in something like the Fiesta Bowl yeah. or like the Tostitas Bowl. Right. But it's like, like you literally, bowl. yeah. During the regular season, you have to be one of two of the best teams in the country to, to play for a championship. And, and that's strictly it. decided like, by a computer. <laughs> for sure. Yes. No one else. <laughs> yes. Fucking remember when they're voting on like, I'm probably going to butcher this, but they were, Maybe this was the college football playoff committee. I remember for some reason, remember Condoleezza Rice was on like the board for the <laughs> committee. Yeah. I remember that. No and that's when I don't I know was what like, the relation was. I was like, this is why Urban Meyer is having a heart attack every other week on the sideline. <laughs> like his fate's God. decided by Condoleezza Rice and fucking Lee Corso on like game day. But uh yeah, it, it's, it's Bill Stein it's was also on that. that yeah, that for point. some reason. Yeah, actually, uh yeah, and <laughs> I have a question. Nashua Community yeah. College is actually like the sixth best college football team in the country if you look at it properly. And then they literally just get decapitated by Ohio State. In the playoff <laughs> game. It's like Bishop Sycamore. Like the first round of the playoffs. Guys, half our team is missing their torsos. <laughs> Do we really need to play out the second half? Hey, first Sophie had ten, a question. What was the question? The whistle. Go so. Uh, so. Do you guys both have MLB Network? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I watch it. Yeah. So I, I was just asking because I noticed that a couple of games are on MLB Network. And I feel like that's another mm. thing where I Makes mean, sense. the sport would have to be more popular first. But I wish that the playoffs weren't like on FS1 or yeah. I mean, TBS is fine because TBS and TNT do do basketball. So that's fine. But like I wish more of the games were just on Fox and not just FS1. And then yeah. MLB oh, yeah. Network is the equivalent of, of like when they put the Pacers when they're in the playoffs, on NBA like fucking Pacers Raptors on NBA yep. TV. Yeah, no, like just a small <laughs> yep. thing, but like Good I'm, point. I, I forgot I'm going to the game on Sunday, which should be interesting. Wow, I'll probably see the the Red Sox get swept, but that's on MLB <laughs> on MLB Network, and it's like 
Mm, All right. Sick. You guys could market your sport a little better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Baseball has done nothing in the way of helping themselves gravitate to new fans or anything. I mean, yeah. Who was it? La Russa that was complaining about his fan, uh, his players like swinging on three Oh, I think it was like Tim Anderson or Luis Robert complaints about yeah, like hit a three Oh home run when they're up by like 10. And it's just like, dude, Fuck off. That, that pitcher shouldn't be pitching the dead center of the plate and not expect to get yoked. I mean, last yeah. year it was the Tatis thing. Yeah. yeah. Like it, stuff like that. It's like it, you don't, whether you're up by 10, up by 20, or up by one, you play. You're playing until, pro sports. You play until it's over. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Like I, I get if you're like, oh, we're up by 12, we're going to put in our backups. Fine, put in your backups, but you're still going to play as if you're trying to win the game with your backups yeah. in. Sure. It's like, like that's just and, how and it should also, be. It, it's baseball. It's like, it's not, at, it's that scenario is different than like football being up like 60 to nothing and calling like Hail Marys in like the fourth yeah. quarter. Like you're swinging yeah. at a fucking pitch. Like yeah. you're not, you know what I mean? And, and if you hit a home run, times, you hit a home run. Get mad at the pit, your pitcher, not your fucking hitter. And how many times have we seen just like a random comeback? Cause just cause there's so many games sure. in the season where it's like all of a sudden it's the seventh inning and it goes from being 13 to nothing to 13 to 12. And you're like, Oh shit, this just became a game in one inning because yeah. someone just went off as a team. I mean, it can, it can fucking happen. So why it's, wouldn't you want your player to hit a home run when a meatball is thrown across the plate? I don't care what the score is. Hit it out of the ballpark. Six, That's what the fans are there for. I was going to say it's six, one in the ninth. Yeah. Not oh, never mind. Just went final six one. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would he have wanted if if he was on the other side of that and um like his team was pitching? Like, did he want his pitcher to just throw like four straight balls to everyone and just start like walking everyone just because they're like, up? No, he he would batter. want his team to compete whether put they're every, down 10 put everyone or down on one. base. Yeah. yeah, so he would still expect his team to compete when mm. you're expecting the winning team to just kind of play lax of days. I've never understood that. Yeah, unwritten yeah, I, rule. I know. It, it just never made sense to me. So it, it's like a fine line between sportsmanship and an unwritten rule. But that's why I think baseball is different. Like football, you can you have much more control over, you know, because yeah, you're worried about quote the unquote, clock. running up the score. That too. But yeah, like you can do clock control and run out. the Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. You can it's easily like basketball, give up like, without making it look so stupid. I Exactly. Yeah. Like basketball is pretty blatant too. Like if you're up yeah. 30, you know, you don't need to be Russell Westbrook and like doing pull-up threes with like a minute left. But even then, guess, it's 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 a lot of time management in those. Yeah, you yeah. see them running the shot clock down. Yeah, it's like just a bad call. Four seconds. You know what I mean? Right. It's just baseball doesn't have a clock. So you can't – you, you have sure. to run out the innings. And unfortunately, the only way to run out the innings is to get through them. But mm-hmm. you, you still have a chance to lose the game more – than you could in like basketball or hockey because again you're not fighting against clock baseball game going for four hours no issues i miss the days when the patriots were still good and belichick actually would run up the score keep brady in in like a three touchdown game with two minutes to go (laughs) (laughs) and have him like throwing too throw it to randy moss yeah yeah against like any any old it like you he was kind of like michael jordan where i think like there was some like six degrees of Bill Belichick where like the opposing coach did something to spite him within the last like 50 years. We could justify like yeah. Eric Mangini was the big one. Like when they played the jets, it was just like, if it's 10, nothing, it might as well be 80, nothing. So that's going to yeah. be like the score by the end of the day. <laughs> and I love it, but yeah. I can see I mean, why other people would be pissed. But I mean, again, for me personally, I would never have an issue with the team still running their offense, how they're supposed to run oh, their offense. Sure. 
I mean, again, like to Sophie's point, if you're going out there and every down you're throwing a Hail Mary, it's like, well, you don't normally run your offense like that. You're just being a dick. <laughs> Correct. But if you're yeah, running you're screen passes, you're running, you're running draws. Like <laughs> if you're just doing the normal flow of your right. offense, then fine. Like I, I don't care if you run the score. Well, Trick think plays about up up six touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, like that. I'd like, be like, all right, dude. <laughs> that, I think I think I think the Patriots are a good example. Go back, like 2007, they were 16 and 0. And Tom Brady and Randy Moss broke the single season records for touchdowns. Those weren't 16 competitive games, but you needed to dial those up. Those are 28 nothing games when he would catch his fifth touchdown. That was like the definition corner. That was like the definition of like playing with your food. Because remember that game where they broke it against the Giants, where it was the same pass, the exact same play twice in a row. Down the sideline, like a 50 yard bomb. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a couple couple things I just thought of I want to get Leahy's opinion on. Um, before that, I do remember vividly. So like you were watching football around 07, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I remember specifically a game against Washington where I think it was 28 nothing, And it was... Is this the one where they went on fourth down? Like it was like probably, fourth and probably, three and they were up 28 but, nothing. Probably, but it was when like Randy Moss and Tom Brady were both so good. I remember like Washington did all they could. Randy Moss would be literally be quadruple covered in the end zone. And the, he was the number one option. Still. And I think he had like 300 yards, five touchdowns because like every time he would catch one, Washington would come up the sideline. Just like, I, I, I don't know like, what the fuck do you want me to I do? remember everyone being so upset about one game because the Patriots are up in the second half. I want to say it was like midway through or tail end of third quarter. And it was like fourth and three and Belichick's like, go for it. And it's like the 50 yard line. And he's like, yeah, why not? go for it. And they converted and everyone's like, this is unbelievable. I can't believe you do this. Like he's fucking winning the game. Like he's yeah, playing to win I the agree. game. That's all you ever do. Like, why are you complaining? Yep. Play Did you see that that? That there was a legitimate gripe this week. I know Dan probably saw. Are you talking about the Ravens thing? Was it the Ravens where they Ravens ran on the Broncos? final play of the game? That's what yeah. I was going to ask Leahy about. Yeah. All right. So, go ahead. um, so this past Sunday it was Bron- Broncos Ravens. Broncos are three and zero, but they stink. They're like a they're like a stinky three and zero. Ravens were up. <laughs> Dude, Ravens, three and zero. Like they stink. Um, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater is their quarterback. Um, <laughs> Ravens were up like you know the game was over. It was like, it should have been like a, a victory formation type of drive. I'm pretty sure. But Ravens, what was it? They were like five yards short of a hundred rushing yards as a team. And that so, would have yeah. tied a record, I think for like consecutive hundred rushing yard games, whatever. Uh, one of those meaningless records. And John Harp, the Ravens coach drew up like a, like a quarterback option run play on like, you know, second and five with like 20 seconds left. And they got their six yards. I think they got exactly like a yard to, to get the record. And, you know, the Broncos coach was all pissy and stuff like that and had like a, a little shitty press conference after. He's like, you know, this is not how we play the game, blah, 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 blah. That's like a perfect, that, that's not a perfect example, but that's one where it's like, you know, you're doing this to, you know, get a record. I kind of understand it. It's like, this is a cool thing to do. Like, yeah. fuck it. Like, fuck you. Like, I'm going to try and do it for my team. It's like, it's like with Russell Westbrook, like, or like guys like Rondo and Westbrook. It's like, if I'm a rebound short of a triple double, that might not mean anything to you in the grand scheme of things, but it's kind of cool. Like I'm, yeah. I'm going to try and get it. Why not? Yeah. I don't, Why, you well, don't have to be Darius miles and like <laughs> air ball light up to grab a, a rebound. Wait, wasn't that Ricky Davis that did that? Or maybe it was Ricky Davis. Was I thought it was Ricky Davis. One of those that did guys. That. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking um, of the tax fraud guy or whatever fraud oh, today. 
God. have you guys looked into that story much i just saw the list of names a little yeah. bit yeah and it's one question weird. i have is there's what like 18 names like a decent yeah. amount of players and i saw the number four million dollars was that four million dollars across the 18 players that doesn't I, seem like a lot of money to me it's not enough that you I would think about it as that big of a, an entity that you would even give a shit about like they're talking about these guys going to like federal prison yeah know, like for a yeah. long time did, did <laughs> you, i did i did see one report or one fuck i wish i saved it it was like an excerpt from the story where one of the ways they got caught was like five or six of the guys would do the same exact like fraudulent dental claim um to again i don't know how this even works um and i'll we'll, we'll explain the story afterwards <laughs> <laughs> but uh it was like five or six guys like glenn davis sebastian sebastian telfer was a yeah. Great name on that list. That, that guy checks has, out. That guy has health insurance fraud written all over him. Darius <laughs> Miles, I feel like, has let's, the let's, most. Let's make our make the most fraud on him. Who, who's your Mount Rushmore of guys on the list? Let me pull up the photo. Yeah, Sebastian Telfair, Darius Miles. Got to be up there. <laughs> Ruben Ruben Patterson's a sleeper. Ruben Patterson yeah. has dental. I was surprised to see Tony Allen on. There. I know you would be. I kind of. Yeah. I kind of was too. Glenn Davis, not surprising. Glenn no, Davis Glenn should Davis have been like a awesome. minus ten thousand to be on I, that list. I Dude. think Glenn Davis was like the like the George Clooney of like this Ocean's Eleven operation. <laughs> like he was, <laughs> he the, was the one he leading was the, the charge. Person. Dude, <laughs> most surprising name on there to me, Tony Roden. Do you remember him? I know who that is. I remember he him on point guard. He's yeah, last like, on the list, so that can't. Be good. <laughs> I remember him coming in the league and being like. This guy's not going to amount to anything. This guy stinks. Alan <laughs> <So> Anderson. <laughs> That's probably what he thought too. And he was like, I'm not even like good enough to be on this list. Why did you have to put my name on there? <laughs> he, Alan you Anderson. Just, oh, couldn't just omit that name because no one fucking remembered him. <laughs> Who's the best player on the list? Tony Allen, probably. Oh, by far, Tony Allen. Yeah. Jamal. I mean, he's stunk <laughs> on offense, but at least he's like one of the elite defenders of all time. Like, yeah. we had something going for him. I saw that tweet today uh, from a Barstool guy. Tony Allen built a career off NBA steals. I'm failing to see what he did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting... I can't wait for that to come out. I'm hoping, like, part of their plea deal is they have to, like, cooperate with, like, a 30 for 30 documentary because I am I have some questions I'd like answered. But anyway, what I'm saying... Was, a lot like, of questions. It's really funny. I wish I, I wish I fucking saved it, but it's like... Five or six of the guys spot would file the same like dental procedure, not only on the same day, but like the same root canal on the same teeth. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. same, like, 12 <laughs> teeth. And I think eventually probably someone that like, I don't know, Delta Dental was like, uh, you know, Mr. Stern, we, we should probably talk about this. This doesn't make any sense. Here's my question though. Who oh, audited the, who did the audit on this in 2021? That's what I look at all the players on that list. They've all been out of the league for so long. Who did this audit and who waited till now? Well, that's a good question. I wonder if it's like, I wonder if these are like, you know, part of like maybe like a retired players, you know, uh, package you get like benefits or something. Oh, so you think these, because I mean, if these were after they all retired, I I don't, I I don't think that's the case. I really, maybe I retweet. I got to find this. It was, uh, do you know what I'm talking about, Soapy? Did you see that on Twitter or anything? Like, if some guy had an excerpt, ah, whatever. I'm sure more more will come. I don't know if more will come out of this. I don't think this will be a story by like Saturday. I don't think anyone's gonna care. We we need a, we need at least one bigger name in there. We needed like a 
We needed an all-star or at least yeah. like an all-pro. One know. person that made an all-star team. I don't think anyone on this list made an all-star team one time. Uh, no, I'll go. I'll say uh, I'm going to, I'll do my starting five. I'll probably go. <laughs> you got to put what? Tell, tell fair and Tony Allen at the, the backcourt. That's pretty solid. I mean, I guess. Cause I don't Glenn see Davis at the five. Game. I'm trying to picture Jamario moon. Was he like a forward? Yeah. Was he on the Celtics? No. no. When wh- who where does what jersey does Jamario Moon wear to the Hall of Fame? <laughs> the Raptors. I mean, okay. for me, I might go Shannon Brown, Tony Allen. Shannon Brown's a good pick. Oh man. At okay. least he had a stretch of like sometimes being a decent six man, but like what was that like two years of being decent? Yeah. Great then dunker. he had a bunch of you know, exciting dunker. Very yeah. exciting dunker. He does Shannon Brown have a ring? Did he snag one with Kobe and Gasol at all? I think he did. Uh, yeah, I think he was on that team. Is yeah, he related I think he to Chris the Brown? One. Was that a thing? no? But they look a lot alike. They don't. Look, they the look exactly thing. alike, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty he's sure he's not though. Yeah, no relation. I, that was a genuine question, huh? Two, no, two I think he's father. I don't know. Yeah. I think I would put Alan Anderson as my three. I don't know who the fuck Alan Anderson is. I remember him on the Raptors. Could be Alan Alder for all now. Three point shooter. Oh, he's got two rings. Are they both of the Lakers? Uh, I would assume so. Yeah. He was on the Lakers from 08 to 11. So, yeah, he won the he was on the back-to-backs. Yeah. Damn. Then they yeah, couldn't afford damn. to keep him. I can't pick two big men on this list. I mean, you got Glenn Davis, who's obviously going to make this. Who is going to be your other big man? Uh, hold on. Let me go back. If you really Small think about ball, this, is so... a, this is a really sad story. Like, <laughs> these are millionaires who are – Literally, like, dude, we've got to scrape together four million dollars between the eighteen of us. Let's let's. I say we go the route of health insurance fraud. I don't know who's William Bynum. Is he? He was on the Pistons for a while, but he was a guard, wasn't he? Terrence Williams. That sounds familiar. That's not the kid from North Carolina, is it? Who am I thinking? No, Uh, this is a football player. That certainly can't be the one. He was briefly on the Celtics. He somehow, too, he somehow frauded the NBA as a football player. How did this player? guy sneak into the? How did this guy get on the NBA benefits package? Uh, let's see, Terrence. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of someone. Who? Who's? Was Antoine who's Wright that? that forward that got traded to the to the Mavs? Oh, I'm thinking of Marvin Williams. Definitely not. Marvin Williams can afford his dental insurance. Um, what what was that, Brian? What guy? Antoine Wright. I, was I, he the one that got traded to the Mavs at one point? Yeah, probably. Terrence Williams retired as a Celtic. I think you're thinking of Brandon Wright. Oh, I think. Oh, I am. yeah. I think you're right on that one. Well, yeah, these well, my guys question all retired is, well over close to ten years ago. I wonder how many of these guys were really down that bad, or if there were a couple guys who were who are just like dumb, but they didn't need the money. That's. I that's think true. you're going to find a majority of them needed the money i mean realistically if you don't I know think so list, too i think so too that's why i, I honestly think it's kind of a sad story i mean like, they committed crime i get it but it's kind of a sad desperation attempt I never, I, until you get caught it's genius till you get caught like any good crime i've always said <laughs> I, i'm just looking down this list the only people that i think were on a roster for like say more than five years in the nba tony allen yep len davis yeah telfair shockingly but i also think that was really? because he came to the league so young i think he was like yeah yeah he was he was out I of high school bouncing right? around for the most yeah part. who drafted him portland 
or Boston? Not Boston. Portland. Portland drafted him. Sebastian Tell. Yeah. Damn, he could have been good. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Miles, Miles stuck around for a while. And he's the one that surprised me because. Oh, Darius Miles is probably. I, he might be the biggest name on the list. Just because, like, Hooper's no. Not that he was good, but I think, yeah. like, basketball heads know Darius Miles. Yeah. Because he was cool. It's he was also in a movie, school. wasn't he? Was he in an MTV movie as a high school student yeah. playing a basketball he, player? Yeah, he was. Like, I saw it tweeted today randomly. Step up yeah. or like <laughs> yeah. stomp the yard or one of those movies. Yeah, like he went and played a high school. Yeah, he had, he had multiple player. streams of income. Yeah. He's an entrepreneur. He's also like after all the smoke, him and uh, Quentin Richardson have like probably the biggest basketball podcast, the Knuckleheads. So, oh really? That should be an interesting next episode. Uh, Darius might be joining us. Probably don't. <laughs> Darius <laughs> might be gone for a while, guys. Uh, can't really talk. We replaced him with uh, with Darius Rucker for the time being. <laughs> Hopefully, no one noticed. This. <laughs> yeah. They have to do the collect call into the prison. Oh boy, <laughs> calling in on our one eight hundred Subway Fresh Take line is Darius <laughs> Miles, inmate six five nine one. Oh, that's fucked up. Oh, um, so let, let's, let's wrap up the baseball conversation though. So who, who, what's your world series prediction, Brian? I Giants have the race. Rays. Yeah. Giants raise and the Rays winning in seven. I don't even know what I said. What I said has no meaning. I just said Red Sox and, uh, Dodgers. Maybe I kind of was hoping the Dodgers just lost last night. So my brackets already <laughs> just ruined, just what ruined the Braves? Braves Brewers. Is that going to be a good series? Uh, I have, Braves have some cool players. I don't really See, know much about the Brewers. The Braves have a, a power lineup, and they're yeah. great hitters. Their starting pitching has always been the problem with them. They essentially have two starting pitchers. But the Who's only the reason why pitcher? Charlie Morton. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I went up against him in fantasy finals. Yeah, yeah so game. him and Freed are, Fisherman. Yeah, yeah, him and Freed are really going to have to carry them a lot this postseason. What about that guy, uh, like Fol- Folkowitz or whatever? Fultonovich has been gone for two or three years. He's in Texas okay. now. Okay, so okay. he's not going to be a factor in that Brewers. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> no, Tom Glavin is he active? Oh, Tom Glavin's on safety protocols, right? He's out yes. the series. No, he didn't. He, he didn't a, make it. He had a close contact with a uh, fucking what's that old ass manager. 65. Who is the oh Bobby, Bobby Cox? <laughs> Wait, is he dead, Bobby Cox? Uh, I don't think so. He's, he's got to be dead. He was a hundred in the nineties. About it, no. So I think he has cancer. <laughs> he's considering. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll edit that. My bad. I right, buddy. <laughs> well, I mean, he's been in and out of the hospital a lot. Wow. So, how old do you think Bobby Cox is? I'm gonna say 87. It's a hard under for me. He's 80. What? You gave me those 79 and a half odds. I would, I would put my house on the over. Yeah. The, wow, he's had a rather. rough 80 years then. Yeah. That means what? He How much do you old. smoke to look like? I was going to say, he looked very old in so like remember, the mid 90s. And he was remember, he was retirement age. So he was 65. The, when the Braves are on that streak of like 14 or whatever straight um, division titles or whatever, he's I remember watching young. several games uh, where he would like, they'd have to cut the camera because he would just grab like a, a fucking tin and just like, just pack his mouth full of like tobacco oh, every time. They were just like, oh crap, and just cut the camera away. Yeah, not great. I feel like it must be a stressful job. Like baseball managers just look old all the time. Like Tony oh, LaRusso's yeah. looked old for like 50 years and he's old. I, I, I'm pretty convinced that Tony LaRusso has dementia. Probably. I'm almost positive he does. 
Like who's like a young baseball there. manager? Gabe Kapler, Kapler? Yeah. Aaron Boone, maybe Cora. Yeah, yeah. Because I would say Cora's probably in his forties. Boone might be yeah. late forties. I mean, Cora, yeah, I was gonna Cora's say Boone early. was playing. Boone was yeah. playing less than twenty years ago. Yeah, uh, Kapler's probably in his early forties. Although, I mean, he could be sixty, and you wouldn't even know it. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, what's that guy's name? Jim Leland. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a corpse for the yeah. last like 30 years. Look at the crypt keeper. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Is, is Brad Osmond still a still a manager? Or was he a manager? Wasn't he the manager? He of the was Astros? a manager. Oh no. Uh he was managing Mariners? Tigers. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Who was he the manager? Astros still... had a former player manager. AJ Hinch. He was young. Ah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, cool. And then they switched the to Dusty one? Baker because of the whole garbage can scandal or whatever. Dusty Baker's the manager of the Astros now? Yes. Oh, I thought he was still the manager of the Giants. No. With <laughs> Dusty Baker has been the manager of the Giants. It's Is Mike Sosha still the manager of the Angels? No. It's... Oh, my God. I was being sarcastic. He was the manager like 30 years ago, I remember. No, it so wasn't that long ago that he left, though. Really? No. So what's his yeah. face? Who was the Rays? Then he went to oh Joe Madden. Madden. Uh, Joe, Joe Madden. Madden. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's the Angels now. That's right. He's a he's another old ass guy. Yeah. Luke Pinella, always old. Uh, <laughs> the guy uh, Yankees, Joe Torre, always old. Uh, yeah. Uh, Grady Little and Jimmy Williams on the Red Sox is always old. <laughs> uh, oh God, no. The best is uh the the bench coach on the Yankees, the one who Pedro threw down. Zimmerman or whatever, Don Zimmer. Yeah, I still don't know how he didn't like break his hip that day. Dude, why would he of all people charge any player? I'm going to charge an elite level athlete who's already red hot in the middle of a fight and see if I can take. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm seventy I'm seventy five years old and shaped like a fucking butterball turkey. I think here's a hot take. I I think that might have had some. Some back in my day type of vibes. Like oh, yeah. Charging a Pedro Martinez. Yeah. Oh, they're so going to let this guy pitch. <laughs> Don, Don, it's 2005. You've been retired for 30 years. <laughs> oh. You're letting uh... him pitch. <laughs> yes, Don, it's, it's, it's post 1960. <laughs> you haven't noticed. Ron Gardenhire. He looked kind of old, but also boy. he just looked like such a cranky, yeah, just chain smoking, whatever. Dude, did you guys see that Phillies game with uh, Girardi? Uh, Joe Girardi, who was like yelling at one of his former assistant coaches that was like on the Nationals now or whatever. I don't think I so. didn't see that. So when they first started cracking down on the substances and everything, and umpires could just willy-nilly check players like pitchers for yeah, yeah, substances. Yeah. So Scherzer in one game got checked three times by the fourth inning. Mm-hmm. And the third time was because Tardy asked for it. And his former coach or one of his assistant coaches was on the bench for the Nationals. And they got into a screaming match at each other. And like yeah. it got to the point where Girardi's like trying to get them to fight on the field. <laughs> it's just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that was a weird like whatever, two or three week span where like routinely pitchers were just taking off their pants <laughs> like on their way to the dugout. That was a really weird time in, in baseball. But yeah, managers weren't having it. 
Is Girardi's Girardi's the manager of the Phillies now? Yeah. My favorite would be the pitchers that clearly they weren't going to check that would Mm -hmm. like try to hand their glove off to be like, check, check for the substances. Do you want want me to take my pants off? (laughs) Yeah. And the umps are like, no, you just gave up seven home runs. So I'm pretty sure you're clean. I'd actually suggest trying to sneak some spider tack in next time. Give us a reason to check you next time. (laughs) I think it was Brett Hamill for uh, the race. He's normally an outfielder and they were up so big one game that they had him come in to pitch just to kill, just to burn an inning. And he tried to hand them the mitt and they're just like, dude, you threw 35 miles per hour. Yeah. You're good. (laughs) 17, nothing in the sixth. (laughs) We're we're good to move on here. (laughs) Oh, uh, on the all time old team. I think the king of old is Tommy Lasorda. Oh my god! He looked like a fat. Crypt oh, the Dodgers guy. <laughs> He's definitely dead, right? Is he? Like, didn't he have like a? He had like a heart attack in the All Star game or something? Or no? Someone like ran him over in the All Star game? I think so. <laughs> Remember that story? Or, or he had like momentum where he was trying to dodge a foul ball and then like he just tumbled yeah. like a yeah like a fucking. He bowler. had a fall in an All Star. game. Nonstop tumbling. He still <laughs> he just died this year at the age of ninety four. Yeah. Oh man, that's too bad. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Gone too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to see him go young. I really thought he'd hit triple digits on that one. <laughs> he was in such great shape. <laughs> Dude, he had so he much such to a healthy live for, lifestyle. Like, you're just getting you know. started. <laughs> it, it's almost started in 94 <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> he, he just took over technology and communication lessons he was gonna go to it school yeah. <laughs> he had so much to live for <laughs> itt tech he was uh, working on his degree <laughs> dude he, he was almost done at the university of phoenix <laughs> he finally got an email address oh, so he could man. go there yeah <laughs> Asking his great granddaughter to help him set up an email account so he can apply to fucking University of Phoenix, University of Phoenix Law School. Oh, I hate to see it. Hate to college. See it <laughs> that became Snoo, yeah. right? Or do I have that wrong? Oh, that's that could a be great right. question. Uh, you could it, be very much right on that one. I yeah, just I don't like Hess- all of the Hesser College. I know I it Hesser doesn't exist. It's a fake school. Yeah. It doesn't exist at all. I, 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 I Hester College, College, anyways. Uh, that was like the Bishop Sycamore before Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> Permanently closed. See ya. See ya. Um, okay. Uh, let me ask you this, Brian. Kind of transition a little bit. We haven't talked to you since I was actually playing through our last episode earlier today, just for the hell of it. Not much has changed in the NBA. We're talking about Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Kyrie a little bit. Um, I do want to touch on Pau Gasol because I know you put that in there. That is important. What What are your thoughts on some of the Ben Simmons stuff? Again, literally nothing's changed since last time you were on. He no, stunk I, and demanded a trade, and now he stink. He we don't know if he stinks, but he's still demanding a trade. He's not so. Up to it does sound like that the 76ers, based on some of the stuff that I was reading, that they're actually starting to dial back what they're asking for because he's still not showing up to camp. He's still not showing up to spring tra- or to a uh, preseason or whatever. And yeah, correct, he's telling them that. <laughs> yeah, and like, he's like selling his house. Like they they need yeah. to get something for him. So, oh, but I think. <laughs> I don't think he's going to end up anywhere that he thinks he's going to end up. Like he, he, I think someone mentioned like the Lakers. He would, wouldn't mind playing for the Lakers or Golden State. Neither no, one of those neither. teams has given up. Wouldn't anything. mind dating Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 neither one of those teams has given up fucking anything to take. Where ben would he fit on any of those teams? Especially the I Lakers. mean, 
Lakers, nowhere. There's nowhere no to play. No way. Uh, at least for Golden State, you could be like, hey, man, you're going to play the four and Draymond's going to play the five with like Wiseman oh, probably being traded in that deal. Like, I would assume if, if Golden State did something, they'd lose uh, Pachel, they would lose Wiseman and picks. Picks, That's maybe crazy, Wiggins. Crazy price. I, I just, I think, I think you would agree. Like, at this point, I think every day the Sixers lose every leverage, and every day every other team gains. Well, look, look like, what, what are you gonna do? Not fucking playing. I'm not giving you. know, I don't have to give you three picks and a 22 year old. You know, guy like look, look what happened with Harden last year with the Rockets. You know what I mean, like, right. but Harden showed up is the difference. So that's why the Rockets still had decent leverage, just because he was still showing up and he was still playing. Ben Simmons and he's still an all that. pro. He was still an yeah. all pro with that. He he put on a few pounds, but you you yeah. were you knew you were getting at a minimum an all star. Yeah, let alone an MVP candidate. See, so, Ben Simmons yeah, isn't even doing that, so Philadelphia. That's what I mean. Can't even get that much. So, oh, I mean, I, tough. I, I don't see them getting even an all star player in return. So there's zero. You think there's zero percent chance he stays in Philly? Yeah, or, I, I don't see how he stays. There I don't at either. Because or at least I mean, plays. He definitely won't play. I mean, no. if, he, if they can't trade him, I guess he technically is in Philly. But. but but I guess my question would become, at what point in the season can the 76ers use an exception or something based on him not reporting to camp? Because, I mean, he's $30 million a year or something like that. Yeah. That's a they, good chunk of their salary cap. I don't know what his contract's like as far as – well, I don't know. Like, when you have guaranteed money, is that just assuming you show up? Yeah, like if you don't so, show up, do you still have to pay him the guaranteed portion of the contract? So that's that why I'm used. I, I would yeah, just, I would assume that they would get some sort of exemption from the league to use that salary that should have been Ben Simmons to sign free agents of some sort. But I mean, I don't know if there's a hard fast deadline. I, I've never yeah. seen that sort of thing happen. That's actually a good point too. Just from a team standpoint, like Philadelphia is fucked. Like if yeah. they if they don't if they have if they have both of these things not Ben Simmons and not a Ben Simmons replacement. That's not great. I mean, it, it's one thing if you had $30 million that you could go into free agency and sign a couple of role players, maybe mm-hmm. space the floor around and beat some more with some three point shooters. Cause you could probably get two decent shooters off the bench or even role players like six man or something for $30 million to yeah. them. I, I think you could get seven and eight players on your team for that. So they can't do that with this sitting in limbo what terrible timing like right after what i thought was already an overpaid contract yeah now you're just not honoring it yeah be a shame if they had a guy like jimmy butler in the house gee whiz god it's crazy that move they moved on from jimmy butler because of ben simmons yeah and now ben simmons is just like oh nope i'm done (laughs) like what man I saw that Embiid quote. That's virtually what he was saying. Yeah. And no, I was saying about this earlier today. It's 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 weird because the narr- if you think about it, like the narrative at that time, and honestly, kind of throughout Jimmy Butler's career, especially going back to Philly, like Jimmy Butler was the head case. Like we need to move on from Jimmy Butler and keep Ben. Now it's so like it's, polar opposite. They they would trade Ben Simmons for Jimmy Butler in a heartbeat. Obviously, so it's funny because that only started when he got traded from Chicago to Minnesota. Minnesota, he became this yeah. basket case. He likes to work out at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and then when he's in Philly, they said he was a basket. And then in Miami, they're like, oh, no, he just wants to win. No, we're in the finals. Work hard, <laughs> he's actually really good. He's, he's going to tell you. Culture, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I, he's actually really good. He's like, 
he's like sleeping with Rachel Nichols and like putting up double doubles. Like he's really good. He's pretty cool. I I think it's funny that I forget what stat I saw, but it was like Minnesota fans were excited because their record with D'Angelo Russell and um, Cat on the floor was like three games above 500. And I was like, that's the most Minnesota Timberwolves thing to be excited for. It's like, oh, we're a- above 500 with these two players on the floor. And it's like, yeah, they're taking up 80% of your salary cap. There's a reason you should be that much better. Like Minnesota would make sense. They have, they, they have some big chunk pieces they can move. If Russell, would you, I mean, do you think Ben Simmons is better than D'Angelo Russell? No. I, w- I would take D'Angelo Russell over Ben Simmons. Mm. I, mean, I mean, defensively, it's not close. Ben Simmons is way better defensively, but D'Angelo Russell, when healthy, is, I, I is a I, great I, offensive asset. I'm trying to like, I know this is what we talked about mostly last time, but like, was Ben Simmons bad in this last year's playoffs? Yes. He was terrible. Yes. yes. Um, but I'm like, I feel like that's kind of, if you look at like Ben Simmons' ability as like a pie chart, I feel like his playoffs last year is taking up like 80, 90% of it. I yeah. think that's the, I think he's, he doesn't stink. Like he's, he's an all-star great defender. I, if I anything, think... I think last year's playoffs, if anything, it was eye opening. It was like yeah. alarming. It was like, hold, this, this is weird. That one layup. That's all you'd like that one pass up at the line. That's like, yeah. holy shit. Like, what are we doing? But I think the problem is, is that he, everyone knew what kind of downfalls and liabilities he was on the floor. Mm-hmm. for the entirety of his career so far. And, and even going into the draft day when they were talking about the fact that he couldn't shoot, yep. he still went one overall. Correct. Because people were injury like, too. Yeah. And they were just like, because he's so athletic and he's got length and all that stuff. So yep. if you can build a team around the fact that he's going to be athletic, he's going to have length, but he's not going to shoot and he's going to try and shy away from contact because he doesn't want to risk getting fouled and go to the foul line. If you can build something around that, I see him as a viable option for your team. But I think that's really hard in today's NBA to build around. This isn't the NBA of a decade ago where you had freaking Dwight Howard, who's sitting there, the only one inside the three-point arc for Orlando, Mm -hmm. rebounding everything and just dunking on people left and right, even though he shot 40% from the free throw line. Yeah, it, it's just this league has become so shooter focused that I feel like more people would shy away from Ben Simmons and would be more timid of building something around him. Realistically, I think he should do what he should have done when he came to the league and just be a power forward. Don't try and play point guard. Yeah, I get you're athletic and you can set other people up and everything, but play as a four because people will gravitate to letting you be on the roster more if you can't really shoot a three, yeah. but you're playing as a four. I don't know if he wants to do that though. No, he like he likes those he likes those leak gym workout videos coming out. Yeah, he but I mean he doesn't want to be a four because he's a better defender against point guards who are a foot shorter than him than he would be against someone his own size. It's weird where it's like this guy. People are struggling to find a fit for this this per like this person's an excellent basketball player. Yeah. It, the problem is we don't know what to do with him. Yeah, <laughs> very weird. Would you take him in Portland? I mean, again, it depends on what they give up. If they give up someone like CJ McCollum, no. Dame but CJ they, and two firsts? Yeah, absolutely not. But I mean, if they held up... <laughs> CJ in a pick? Or CJ they, straight up? No. Would you take... No. I, I think if, if you have to rely on Dame to be pretty much the only perimeter scorer on that team, I think you're going to be in a lot of trouble. I think you have to keep... If, you're, if right. you're moving on from CJ, I feel like you have to get some sort of perimeter score in that deal. How old is CJ McCollum? 
28, 30. 30. Yeah. Yeah. 30. Big deal. So, I mean, if they, like, if you were saying that they would move on from like and and some other pieces to get Ben Simmons. And I'd be like, okay, that, that would make sense. You'd move Nurkic for Ben Simmons. I, I mean, that would be the only thing that would really make sense because you have to have something of value to trade for Ben Simmons. And if you're not going to move CJ or Dame, I, yeah. I would say he's probably the next best option that you have on yeah. the team. Yeah, he's not as good as I thought. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I mean, they got to do – I don't know because it's not like he's a free agent where he can just – he's deciding where he wants to go. There's just so many parties involved. Like Sixers need to agree. I, I still think he, him and Rich Paul are going to have to be on board. Because if, if 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 the rumors start like, hey, we're training you to the Kings, Rich Paul is going to come out and say he's going to fucking retire or he's not going to play or he's going to hold out, whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think, Soph? Would I you agree. hire Ben Simmons? You agree with I, everything that's just been said? Soph, <laughs> 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 he had me come on so he could take the night off. That's a set of what fucking happened. No, the, the, one, the one tweet that I saw today that was floated was him going to the Pacers, which would be hilarious. It was him for like... Brogdon, one other player, and then period. I would do that. At least one pick from Philly. Brogdon and a pick from Philly. I think you have to do that. Yeah, but I don't. I, I don't see how that makes sense for the Pacers because you already nah. have Sabonis and Miles Turner clogging up the paint. Now you literally can't get Simmons to even drive to the paint because there's two people that are in the paint all the time. Yeah, I'm trying to think if who's who shoots in Philly in uh, Indiana. Brogdon, who would be trading? Austin Crozier still there? <laughs> Karis Levert. Yeah. Oh, Levert's there. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Levert may have been the other person involved, actually. It, I wouldn't ah. be surprised. So that's, I mean, that that's the thing, though. Like, if you want to acquire Ben Simmons, you have to give up a good player, yeah. unless you give him ten draft picks or something like that. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. From a Celtic yeah. standpoint, I don't mind it at all. Like, the longer this goes on, the more the longer the Sixers are in this hole. The wor- I think one of the worst things for his leverage, I don't know if this would affect him so much, but like they don't get a deal done. Ben's sitting at home pouting and, and the Sixers start like 11 and two or something like that. And like, yeah. you know, I'm trying to think who would, who, who would play in his place? Cause I know they traded. Um, so they have Tyrese B- Maxi probably. Yeah. I would say Maxi. They also drafted a point guard, didn't they? Or drafted another guard, an off guard. Where is, um, who, who's the other clutch client that always has, has been linked to Ben Simmons this whole time? Maxi. Yeah, I think it was Maxi. Did Rich yeah. Paul come out and say like, if you're going to take Ben, like Maxi's probably going to go too. Uh, right, but I don't think Maxi's been holding out. No, no, he's fine. That's the thing. Like Maxi, he he's just going to work. Rich Paul is just being Rich Paul. Um, yeah. He I'm couldn't to afford to it's not like, go to work. That's a problem. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Correct. Very good point. I I don't know if Ben Simmons can either. I, I think that's why I kind of feel the same way. Like I think Andrew Wiggins was a great example. Like yeah. I'm, I am, I am standing in what I believe. I'm not getting vaccinated. I think it's blah blah blah. And then I think he met with his financial advisor and was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I'll sign you up for Moderna tomorrow at 9 a.m. Please, <laughs> if you have one on you now, I, I'll willingly take it. So we'll shove say- it directly into my veins." I'll just I'll just take it like a shot, like just pour it up. Let's go. Oh, they have Seth Curry still. That's so I, I mean, they had a shooter. Yeah, yeah. So they, Seth they still fine. have. Yeah, Tobias. he can run the point. Tobias is there, another overpaid fucking 76er. Uh, I, I still can't believe they were the they were the one seed last year, right? 
no, Milwaukee were. was the one seed. No, I think they were the three. Milwaukee was, oh, wow. Because they played the Nets in the second round. Yeah, they were the one oh, seed. Yes. Philly was one seed. That's still mind-boggling. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, t- it's that's tough, too, because the team that can make a move for Ben Simmons, it's probably going to be one of those mid-to-low-level teams. Yeah. Who knows? I don't think, I don't think Ben Simmons is going to be a difference maker for the Kings, Pacers, Toronto I saw floated around. Like, I, I don't know. He's too I, much I, of a risk for a legitimate team to be like, all right, let's give up one of our good players because we'd have to to get him. I agree. And Steve then not, not know what to do shit. with him. No chance. Absolutely. I, I feel like the only teams that would even contemplate making a move for Ben Simmons are teams that are sitting sixth or eight in the playoffs. And sure. I mean, I, I would love to see Memphis make a push for him just because they've always needed another perimeter player and they tend to focus their perimeter guys on defense like Dylan Brooks. But I just don't think they have anywhere near the assets to get him at all. I, I don't see what yeah. they would have the 76ers would want. Steve Adams isn't even anywhere near the level. So will uh, probably go to New just... Orleans. New Orleans are like But what would New Orleans give up? Because another team, they don't really have any assets to, to move Williams. on from. <laughs> like, like... The actual Pelican. Great an act the pel- <laughs> yeah, up a Pelican. You can just have a Pelican. I was gonna say um, it, it even like once again, the Celtics are going to have certain things fall in their way, f- falling yep. in their favor with like the Kyrie situation. Like who the fuck yep. knows where that's going to be. And then the yep. Ben Simmons thing. Those are two yep. teams who are going to be obviously negatively affected. Um, I don't Championship know. Championship like hangover in Milwaukee, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe some players are still hung over from the finals. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bobby is definitely is. A hundred percent. He went crazy. And I mean, the East will be interesting for sure for the NBA this year. I, I just, even when you look at the Nets, if Harden yeah. and Durant are healthy, I, I still don't see teams beating them, even without Kyrie. That's I the thing, though. It's so like too. when you take Kyrie out, I, like, yeah, those guys are absolutely going to have to be healthy because, like, whatever yeah. Harden had last year is clearly, like, nagged him for a while. So we'll yeah. see yeah. how it is this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I feel that's okay a big about them this year. Yeah, it, it is. It is. I, I still feel I, – I don't even know if that's that much of a detractor. Like, Hard, I feel like Harden and KD can play well together. Kyrie – even if Kyrie does the whole – which I still think sounds so ridiculous – sounds so bizarre, like just playing road games. That can't, that can't be good. Like, for a, a young coach like Steve Nash, like, that can't be easy to do. Like, how do you, well, the other I, thing I just don't get it. Me. Like, it's so strange. The, the, the other thing that confused me, because Soapy sent us this clarification. Mm. If you go to that a city no that has sanctions that you have to be vaccinated in order to play, but you're a visiting player, you don't have to follow those sanctions. It's insane. How does that make any sense? Right. Like, you're not it's all due. It's it. all due to Kyrie Irving <laughs> being employed by the Nets. If that wasn't yeah. the case, he could play at home. Very strange. Very strange. It just makes um, no sense whatsoever. Uh, I'll give you a few minutes if you want on Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol retired. <laughs> no, uh, Pau Gasol retired. Eulogy prepared. <laughs> I didn't. Um, I didn't prepare a poem like Sophie tends to write for these sort of. The things. only thing I, I put in there was I'd be curious, like where you think, uh, on top of whatever you were going to say, but I, it made me think of where Pau Gasol ranks as far as all-time foreign players, at least in our generation. I mean, I, I would say okay. three, three or four, somewhere in that range, because Dirk's Derek. obviously going to be up there. Uh, I think even though it's a short career so far, Giannis has to be up there just based on the fact that he's 
He's just so yeah. dominant. I mean, I, I would have to put Giannis up there. Um, I was actually just thinking more retired players. I didn't think of Luca, Giannis. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're I was going thinking just more like players, Dirk. I, I always just I, I just make Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili formed into one person. So Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili. <laughs> Tony Ginobili. <laughs> Tony Ginobili. <laughs> I mean, I, I would go probably something like Nash Dirk. Pow. I think that oh, would Nash, be probably yeah. my, nah, my he's order. Like, he's Canadian. That's half. That's like... He's, <laughs> he's almost he's American. Skip away. I, yeah, I, he's, that's that almost American. Order. He's North American. <laughs> I'm trying, I mean, you have Dirk over Gasol all time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you can't look at that run that Dirk had against mm. everybody in the playoffs and including the Heat and, and think that he wasn't the best come from overseas and come from out of the country. It was unbelievable what he did. And I mean, if you go back and look at that Mavs roster, there are so many players that in their prime would have been awesome, but they were all way past their prime. Jason Kidd, Vince Carter. Like they were just all so far removed from their prime. And Dark just Lakers. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Just carried them through the playoffs on that one. So I would definitely put Dirk number one for sure. I mean, I, definitely out of retired players, pal. You have Nash over pal. Yeah, two MVPs, oh. and, and and honestly, the only reason why I put Dirk over Nash is because of the fact that he went to the finals twice and won once. You know what I mean? And, right. and I think in the, the in the fashion that he won, I think that's more impressive than two MVPs. Yeah, I've, I've Dirk pretty comfortably over Nash. Yeah, Nash and Pal is interesting. Pal is what three three rings or just two? Just two. Too. He was on the back half. Yeah. Yeah. Or did he snag one in San Antonio or no? I always forget. No, he wasn't there. Yeah. I think when I think he was when San Antonio won with Kawhi, I think, yeah, I think he was with the Bulls in that weird, awkward time when the Bulls were just signing free agents and not going anywhere. Yeah, let's give Luel Dang a lot of money and Pagsol. And- <laughs> hey, there's another foreign all-timer. <laughs> well, what's he French? I think he's from Congo. Oh, okay. Oh, Dikembe's got to be up there. Oh yeah. Where's he from? I would guess Africa. I guess I just meant white foreign <laughs> players. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still probably one. the best one. I, I mean, I would still take Dirk no. Over that, yeah. That, yeah. That, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's not even. Close. I, I didn't, I didn't say Dikembe over Dirk. No, yeah, that, I, would, I was. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, it's there clearly. The, I wouldn't put Dikembe over the three I named. So like, I just no chance. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. Probably top ten. He's a multiple time defensive player yeah, of the sure. year winner. Oh, he's top ten. Yeah. Sure, oh, he's easily top ten. But he's. I wouldn't put him top three. Eventually, I mean, now it's like to our point earlier. It's Luca versus Giannis. I I would say at this point for best yeah. all time. They I, they can both eclipse Dirk. Giannis yeah. probably already has, but but they can both definitely eclipse Dirk. Yeah, um, for sure. Okay. Uh, I think that's all I have on my end. Are we going to do our way too early uh, NBA predictions? Let's do them real quick. <laughs> Let's do. Uh... No, I, I'd like to put some. I, I think we should dedicate some time to that. We got okay. plenty of time between now and the season. Yeah. We'll put that on the books for a few weeks from now. Whenever. I don't know what your contract looks like. I'm sure. I'm sure you're going to have to sign me to another it's one. Three, day it's three days. So <laughs> that's we got true. until Sunday. <laughs> That's true. We have till sundown on Sunday. <laughs> All right, cool. Very um, arbitrary. Six thirty-seven on Sunday when sundown. Do you think the Sox get through the first round, Brian? No, 
We are either of you watching this game currently? No, I, I just looked score? up the score. It's two nothing after one. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Fucking like, I don't, I don't like rolling out Eduardo Rodriguez in game one. I really don't. Why again did they do that? As opposed to, I sale? think I assume sales going tomorrow. Maybe they yeah, thought they would, would steal assume, one today. Yeah, I, which I they still can. It's the first inning, but yeah. I would, I would assume realistically it has something to do with rest days for sale because they had to win so many games at the tail end of the season that they had to rely on sale in that I, spread. So, I mean, get it, getting through the wild card without having to use sale is huge. Cause yeah. if that was the case, you probably wouldn't get until game three at, at the best. At well, least. I will tell you right now, had they lost that game, every fan in the world. Oh, for sure. And like, Oh, why God, didn't yeah. you use sale? Like that's I agree. your ace. You're, you're paying him so much money. Like, yeah. You throw your ace out there when the season's on the line. So that could have bit them in the ass. I, I think Uvalde is starting to get, starting to get that kind of pull locally. At least I, I think, I think people were okay with Evaldi starting the game. To your point, we don't know what would have happened if he lost. If he got, if he, if he did what Garrett Cole did, who knows? Yeah, um, but I mean, which the problem awesome, with, by the way, I love Evaldi seeing three hundred dollar pitchers for get fucking cranked. I mean, that's a, that's the scary part is that Evaldi is prone for that. Like he'll have yeah. five great games in a row, and then all of a sudden he'll go like two innings allowing like seven runs. Like he'll just get lit yeah. up randomly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the other nerve wracking thing. It's like, eh, season on the line. Are you going to get Evaldi who's actually going to pitch well, or are you going to get the one that's going to get shelled? Right. I also think too, it's like you start sale, you win. And it's like, great. We won, but very good chance of being down. Oh, two, the next time this guy gets to pitch. So it, yeah. it kind of just is what it is. Yeah. Um, I have a hot yeah. take. The All Rays right, have on. a couple really fast players. Whom? Fred McGriff uh, and Wade is one. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, yeah, he's cool. Uh, Diaz is the other one. Because mm-hmm. Rosarena oh, scored on like a... Huh? You're not even mentioned Franco. The prospect oh, yeah. they called up. Oh, year, yeah, Julio Robert Franco. Franco. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Franco? Yeah. I will... <laughs> How old is Julio Franco when he retired? Like 44? He oh, was like I think he was like 47, he very old? 48. Yeah, he was way older than that. <laughs> Dude, and still slapping him... like opposite field homers. He yeah, slap, I remember yeah. him on the Mets. And I remember I him on just... the Braves, right? He was on the yeah. Braves? Well, he was on the Braves for a while. And then I remember <laughs> after the Braves, he went to the Mets and was still doing the same thing. And I'm just like, Dude, can you just go away, man? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't Ricky Henderson on the Red Sox? Yep. At the end of his... Yeah. Towards the end of his career, he was there for the season. fact that I was alive to watch Ricky Henderson play seems wild to me because I swear I saw Ricky Henderson highlights from like the 70s, which I assume oh. must have been late 80s. What breaking news, Castellanos? <laughs> no, actually, very similar to the uh, a Stantonian home run. It oh, was the, damn, uh, that's what I meant to brought up. Hunter Renfro just smoked one off the wall, single. Yeah. Nice. Single, don't you love we'll that? We'll save that for later. Um, <laughs> all right, let, I gotta get rolling here, but uh, good stuff. We talked baseball, Brian. You satisfied? Yes. Yeah, okay, uh, cool. we won't have to do it for another year, apparently. Thank God, Jesus Christ. All right, <laughs> uh, everyone else, we'll see you guys next time. Peace, peace. <laughs>